Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. Triple D. Triple D. <laughs> That's what we talked about. This is the widest episode we've ever done. Uh-huh. By far, this is some, some hardcore, uh, gentrified white stuff. It was great. We talked a lot about uh, good food. Yep. Uh, great coffee. A lot of coffee talk with our guest, Randy Lipke. Randy Lipke, who's a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, he gets really into stuff and learns so much about it. Yeah. And then is totally happy to share the knowledge. He's very excited. Well, what I know of nerdery is you're just hoping, you, you wait for these moments where, like, wait a minute, you're asking me? And then you yeah. get to oh let it God. all out. Oh, thank God. Yeah. You get to let it all out. Yeah. Uh, Randy's a good dude. Yep. Uh, co host of the Bone Zone. Bone Zone. On Brendan all Walsh. things comedy. Him yep. and Brendan Walsh, who we've also had on the show, uh, look back about, I don't know, 15 episodes, somewhere in there. Less um, than that, I think. Maybe less than that. Ten. Um, but yeah, so that it was a fun one. Uh, we talked a lot about food, some traveling stuff. Yep. Um, and surprisingly, he played sports into sports when he was younger. Yep. Because I know him as like you know coffee guy, food, he's a comedian. Yep. From Oregon, a lot of things that would never like hint at. Oh, you played basketball and soccer and this and that. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty good. Um, Memorial Day. Oh yeah, it just happened. It just happened. I don't do anything for it. I'm going to Al Madrigal's house for a barbecue. <laughs> well, so that would be yesterday. Yesterday, I went to Al Madrigal's house for a barbecue. It was clearly deli- we've recorded this. It was this delicious. Intro. Uh, I had a great time. Got in a fist fight. Awesome, and you won. I won. I won against all seven of those people. I, w- I won. I, I fought off the, the Vikings that attacked his home and uh, <laughs> yeah. saved. I saved all the babies and all the ladies. Yeah, and rode off on a dragon. Yep. Okay. It was a usual Memorial Day. Yeah. Um, this tonight, I'm at the Comedy Store. You and I are doing the same show. Oh, yeah, the Penthouse, Penthouse Comedy, Comedy Show. Comedy. Come to that tonight. Yeah, Rory Scovel. The Scove. He's great. Nate One of the Bargatze. Nate Bargatze. Bargatze. Is Nate Craig on it, too? No idea. Okay. Um, but just those four names alone. Yep. It's great. I'm going to try to get there, but I'm shooting late, and I'm not mm. sure if it's going to happen. Ooh, so you Do might my best. not make it. Do my best. Okay. Um, yeah, that'll be a good show. Uh, hope you can be there for it. <laughs> You're on the lineup. <laughs> really try. Come find um, out. Hey guys, uh, to those of you who came to Cleveland, uh, thank you. A few of you came out. Oh, cool. It was cool. Yeah, That's cool. And then to those of you who sent me emails about where to go, what to do, what to eat, also thank you. Oh, cool. Um, thanks for being cooperative. Cleveland's fucking pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was moving. It was inspirational. <laughs> I kind of cried a little bit. That's fine. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. I fucking loved it, man. I posted a bunch, bunch of pictures on Instagram so you can see all the kind of the yeah. shit I really like. Yeah. Um, and there, there was way more, but I, I wasn't going to flood the goddamn Instagram with 80 <laughs> pictures. <laughs> but there's so much There's so much shit, dude. The American Bandstand room, the yeah. little screening room, where they just showed a 10-minute like reel of Highlight Dick reel. Clark, American Bandstand from... The black and white 50s, 60s, whenever he started it, all the way to the end. They show Prince in a Speedo? They didn't show him in a Speedo, but they did show a clip of him playing. Prince in one of Bandstand's trench coat, black Speedo. I may have, I might have been wiping a single tear away from my eye at that point, so Mother maybe Parker, I wasn't looking. Dick Clark goes, what <laughs> instruments do you play? And Prince goes, all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. They did show that. Was he wearing a Speedo? I think so. I remember laughing out loud at that. Yeah, Prince is, and, he, and by the way, Prince is about 19. Maybe he was. I don't think he had a shirt on. I want to be. They might have had a shot from the waist up, but I'm, maybe yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it was a speedo and boots. 
Yeah, I mean, it might have been waist up because I remember I, I watched it and I laughed because I'm like, fucking Prince. Prince had sexy unlock at a very young age. Yeah, <laughs> but it was a lot of cool shit, man. That Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is great. Yeah, it was really great. Handwritten Neil Young lyrics, That's just good. posted in a fucking window next you to. You posted all. a picture of that. I saw yeah, that. yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. I did. Michael Jackson's glove to see that in person was kind of cool. Yeah, man. Even though the glove itself, you're like, oh, it's not that like crazy looking, yeah, but you're yeah, still yeah. like, that is like iconic. It's pretty iconic. Yeah. Like Metallica, there's a whole Metallica display with just like these mannequins, and they were just wearing. It'll be like Kirk Hammett's shirt and jeans and guitar. Yeah. And it had that for all the members, and it was just these mannequins holding instruments with all the clothes they wore on this tour. Yeah. And then the logo and like just information. They had that for. I mean, just so many. The Rolling Stones, ZZ Top, like a few different tours. And they had this one tour where they had all the fur on the drum set. Oh, yeah. And these, like, insane, brightly lit, weird, like... In my head, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like, in the background, if you look close enough, you see Dean Del Rey. And always like, there. <laughs> always there. This is killer. It's Where's Waldo, but with Dean Del Rey. Yeah. <laughs> there was an Iron Maiden display, which made me think of Dean. There was, like, a leather jacket that the singer, whoever, just started doing all this random shit. He put, like, tube, tube piping that's cool. on it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's that's Dean's next That's his jacket. grail? Yeah. Like, he already has a, he na- it has a name, and he knows it? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty fantastic. You start at the bottom floor from the fucking 1920s. Blues, early rock and roll, all the way to modern day. Okay. And then you go upstairs, and it there's a floor where it takes you from the beginning, the first recorded sound, all the way up to the iPod. Oh, wow. like a whole Yeah, that was a good one. The top floor was like a music festival experience room. How's the dishwalla room? Dishwalla room was pretty expansive, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. It was two stories. No. Um, I recommend that shit, man. Cleveland was cool. There's there's good food there. It's the fucking Midwest, so everyone's nice as fuck. Yeah, it's like welcome to Cleveland. You know, it's it's we're not the greatest city, but we got some stuff. You know, like try this, try that. I hope you have a great time here. Yeah, they're nice. It's super nice. The crowd, the crowds were awesome. Um, that's my new thing now. With a, with a city that's like, oh, that, maybe that's not the most exciting place. I I I go. Yeah, I'm gonna make it fun. Right. I will figure it the fuck out. Yeah. And make it cool. Yeah. Um, and it was good. Uh, speaking of uncool cities, I will be in Sacramento. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sacramento's good. Yeah. Um, I've been there a few times. I'm going to be there again. Me and Dean Del Rey, guys. Uh, June 5th through 8th at the Sacramento Punchline. Get tickets to that. That'll be fun. Those will be good shows. Uh, come see us. And then June 20th and 21st. La Jolla Comedy Store in San Diego. I'm recording an album. Go to that. Please spread the word. Let's get people there. Uh, and let's make it fun. Let's make it good. Where are you at, dude? Uh, I'll be at the store this weekend. June 20, 21, 22. Tempe Improv with Heather McDonald. Nice. That's yeah. a good club. Yeah. Yeah. Joe's good, dude. Um, and it's in a cool part of town. Yeah. Okay. I've never been to that one. I did stand up live with Whitney. So. I haven't done that one, but I hear that one's great, too. Yeah, they're both good. Okay. Well, there you have it, guys. Uh, come see us. Support our podcast. Subscribe. Tell people. Uh, rate. Review us. Email us if you have cool shit to tell us. I like when you guys do that. Uh, contact at nickyusef.com or our Twitters. Um, and that about covers it. Enjoy Randy Lee.
one, like the, the Bloody Mary thing is super cool, but now I can't talk about that either. Fuck. <laughs> we just started. Oh. <laughs> um, I, can snip, I can snip that out if well, you need. Well, that's fine. If you can just say I can't talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can. <laughs> um, so I mean, this d- is your life as a rascal. Um, it's a constant. Do you feel, are you worried that your life as a liar is going to catch up to you? Um, I mean, it, it eventually will. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully by then I'll have like, you know, something to fall back on. Yeah. Like, you tr- have such like a, the truth. Like, or like a, just a comfortable bed. Because you have like a, such a sweet Midwestern look to you. <laughs> yeah. That being what's pathologically inclined to being dishonest seems to be it runs it runs you know against the grain of how you appear as a person yeah i'm actually not it's your best asset really people, yeah I mean, a like, prankster people have told me they're like i can't ever tell when you're joking or not and i like even when i was clearly joking i thought that i was clearly joking yeah so i guess that's just like part of what you know what i mean unless i'm completely hamming it up people yeah. are like I can't tell if you're making a joke right now, if you're being serious. I don't know. Does that mean it's a bad joke? Like, it's not a funny joke? Or does it just mean it's just like, well, you seemed really... Like, at auditions, a lot of times, I'll get like, yeah, that was really, like, real. Yeah. I was like, oh, really? I thought I was really acting it up, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, no, it just seemed real. So it's like, <laughs> oh, maybe I'm just, like, not... I don't know, expressive? I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's a second nature now. Yeah, I don't know. You I just you joke and prank and and make stuff up so much that it just comes out as like well, a real if it's thing. too silly, I have a hard time. I get uncomfortable, and maybe that helps me. Like a lot of times, Brendan Walsh will like force me into a situation, yeah, where just like, well, my only option is to go along with the lie you just said, <laughs> or to yeah. be like, he's just joking, because he'll like do he'll just do weird stuff that is like. It's kind of like he'll like scream something and I'll either have to be like, yeah, I guess I'll play along with this or just like completely laugh so everyone can tell, oh, no, we're just joking. But then it's like uncomfortable and embarrassing. So it's easier just to like go along with it and get out of there. (laughs) Yeah. Like he'll he'll walk around and like show people pictures of me on his cell phone and be like, have you seen have you seen my son? And then I'll be standing right there, and he'll be like, oh, geez, there you are. And then it's like, well, what do you do? You just go, oh, hey, Dad. And then, and then you, like, get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> this is just in public? You guys will do this? Yeah. It's, <laughs> he got a copy of uh, my headshot, and he kept taking it around and asking if people had seen me. <laughs> and he put it, like, we went to Radio Shack, and there was, like, a... Um, like a disp- like a clear plastic thing that you can slide pieces of paper into, and yeah. he was like putting it in like their official display. <laughs> <laughs> Just like oh god, stop! I'm it. way too. I, I that stuff makes me so uncomfortable to even watch. Yeah, to be to be a part of it, I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's tough. I grew up with like because I was never like the instigator too much in that world. Like, right. But I had a couple friends uh, in high school that were just so ridiculous. Right. That the same thing. Like they would just get out there and do really weird social things. Like at the fair, like at the county fair, my friend, his name was Kaiser. Yeah. And he was like the ultimate weirdo, funny guy. He'd push it too far. Yeah. Like he was really good at like, like people would just think he was a weirdo and they'd had to deal with him. But again, you're in that position where you're like, do I. I look, it's more embarrassing to sit there and like crack up and walk away than it is just to like play along and slide out of it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. He was really good at like finding like 
people walking like really fast walking people and like drop stuff in front of them and like bend over so they had to run into his butt and he'd be like, oh geez oh god i'm so sorry and i was just like oh, i hate this but it eventually like forces you to just be like all right yep we're, <laughs> we're around i we're, hate this yeah yeah when you were teenagers yeah yeah okay, well yeah. it's kind of like like uh like church or like church camp or like when something everyone around you is just like engulfed in this thing like you you look the dumbest if you're anti it did you go to church camp um because i went to church camp really yeah i i went to like youth group and i went to like youth group like retreats and stuff i went to youth group and i went to like one weekend sleep away camp yeah it's really weird yeah because it's complete i mean it's like the same as you know like cult stuff it's as, as super as, like, isolated and everyone yeah, yeah is having the same thoughts is it just like prayer groups and stuff in between you go yeah you kind of like go see you go to a lot of like prayer things and sermony things and then there's like camp activities but yeah. then at night all the kids just make out and finger each other ah. that's what ymca i did ymca camp once yeah a couple camps, and it was like yeah. that but no prayer groups or, or anything like that this was just like in my sense of it the one time i went was like a bunch of kids were like oh cool we're so we're all on the same jesus page let's hook up like oh. crazy no i didn't it was just a bunch of dudes and girls like Almost like feeling safe around each other, because yeah. they're like, we're all we're all going to heaven. If we fuck <laughs> up, it's because we're both we're both fucking up together. Yeah, you know, it's not like yeah. like I'm we're we're person. so we're already such good people for being here. Yeah, yeah. we can now do this, you know, because a bunch of like fifteen year old who they seem like adults. I went when I was in fourth grade, and the camp counselors like seemed like they were full on grown ups. Oh yeah, but when you look back, you're like they were in seventh grade. Yeah, or they're like they were maybe like, eighteen or nineteen, yeah, twenty. Yeah. And there, there was this one kid that was like, I had a crush on one of the camp counselors, right? And she was like so pretty and all, and she was probably fifteen or whatever the fuck. But I was like, oh, I love her. And then one of the other camp counselors like um, had a crush on her too. And they're the same age, so they started like making out one night, and I saw him. Like in one of the rooms, I was like walking in and they were like kissing or whatever. And I was like, that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then cut to like two days later, we're all eating in the cafeteria and I'm like eating and talking. So I like food in my mouth. Um, and then he got mad at me or whatever. And he's like, hey, man, talk with your mouth closed. And I'm like, Who, you're not my fucking parent. What the fuck? Yeah. And then, while I realized I'm like, that's that motherfucker that made out with the girl I love. <laughs> so. I'm like, you want me to talk with my mouth closed, Dad? Is that what you want, Dad? And I just started shuffling oatmeal in my face and going, how's this? Is this better? <laughs> Spitting it out all oh, over the place. Jesus, Nick. Yeah. Stand up. It's great. People. That's kind of like the uh, like the Oedipus. Uh, yeah. Where, you know what I mean? Like where it, in, in her eyes, you there's no way. You know yeah. what I mean? You're kind of like, oh, you're kind of a motherly figure. But yeah. now I'm like, I hate my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did a lot of camps. I went to asthma camp. For actual asthma, yeah, what? Uh, that means I had asthma. And yeah, I had a camp for people specifically with asthma. It wasn't like people who didn't have asthma go to a camp to learn about it. Be, <laughs> that would be super nerdy. Um, <laughs> was, but uh, the, the, I, it's not that much nerdier yeah, than asthma real, camp. The real asthma yeah. camp is nerdy. But it was like designed, I guess, for people who had asthma, who wanted to go to camp and not feel like feel weird about not being able to run around as much. Yeah, or like people who had asthma asthma bad enough that 
you know, they needed medicine like four times a day and they needed uh. like a nebulizer. Do you know what a nebulizer no. is? No, no idea. It is like a machine that vaporizes medicine, like liquid medicine. And um, so like the same medicines, a lot of times that are in inhalers, uh, people who have asthma bad enough uh, take it in a nebulizer. So you spend like 30 minutes kind of like vaping. That's right. And it's like this machine that has tubes and it's just like this hum. It's just like, I guess, I don't know what they look like now. I'm sure they're tiny now. But like when I, I was like in kindergarten. So the thing was like, trying to think it was probably like size of a refrigerator no it wasn't that it was like a cubic like foot basically it's like a one of those sleep apnea masks with a vcr next to it yeah yeah, yeah. it was it was like a little i don't know like as big as a shoe box basically okay. dude and um you know i would have to take this when i was very young i would have take it like three times a day so and then the counselors at asthma camp also grew up with asthma they may have outgrown it but they so everyone was like familiar and there was like a doctor that was there and there was a respiratory therapist so it was like do whatever you want yeah we got your back like yeah. go go play capture the flag and almost die <laughs> and we'll like revive you i've never i don't have anything like that and i don't i i realize i don't have a real like i don't have allergies i have no real appreciation for how difficult that shit is yeah, I didn't really. I mean, I was. You look like you'd have all of them, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I have. You have everything. <laughs> yeah, I've made like in a in like a weak moment on stage, first starting out, I've made like an asthma joke. Yeah. Because I'm like, everyone here will buy that buy I have it. asthma. Yeah, yeah, you should. And I can just get away with it or whatever. Totally. But yeah, I don't have any of that stuff. Do and you like, remember I the asthma joke? No, I just like mentioned like it popped up in crowd work or something as like a reference. Yeah, and okay. I just like, like used dorky. it like I had it too. Yeah, yeah. and everyone was like, "Yeah, you totally do." <laughs> I was like, no, I don't at all. We knew it by your appearance. Yeah, but like I never every all the women I've dated have had like allergies, and I have no. I'm just like, what's your problem? It's like, no, I can't breathe like three months of the year. What about that weird condition where you can't say words? Oh, that, but that like only lasts like potentially twenty minutes, and then it goes away. Okay. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I have a brain condition, but that's like it's re- it happens really sparsely, and it's not like you know it, it happens and then it's done, right? And it's so daunting. It's like it doesn't feel the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like oh, I almost had a stroke again. Oh, they were cool. Yeah, no, that's cooler than asthma. Yeah, no, I, I outgrew the asthma. That's cool. So you can do that. You can just outgrow. Yeah, I guess it's something that happens. You know, mostly like young. It's either like. Young kids have asthma, they outgrow it, or like people get asthma, which is weird. I didn't know that you, that could happen, but based on being around, like I knew people who worked at a pet store and they were oh, around yeah. like the dander of it too much and they eventually got asthma. That Whoa. Sucks. Which, like, what I learned about asthma as a kid, that doesn't make sense to me, but apparently, like, people have said, I haven't looked into it, so maybe that's false, but um, yeah, I was basically like, asthma is like, like exercise induced or like I was allergic to dust like house dust and dust mites right so I had to have like by the time I was like 12 I had basically outgrown it but I had to have like plastic over my mattress whoa not because I peed the bed (laughs) that was like a thing as a kid that was embarrassing yeah it's like no it's because I'm allergic to dust mites and they're like that's not a a thing like people didn't believe in what I was saying yeah but if I slept at someone's house, I had to bring like a my plastic pillow. Oh, because it was like the dust mites and the and the, like the stuff that was in the pillow. Like I couldn't have stuffed animals. Yeah, like I had. I think all they were never unwrapped. 
All of this is all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't love my stuff. You would have a great like plastic. collection right now, like unwrapped yeah. collection of like collectibles. I had, so I had much the, of that stuff is like the fat. Such an interesting foundation for someone's like personality. Like just enough to make you feel weird as fuck. Yeah. Like oh, I'm different. This if you sucks. read that description of like this is what this person was like as a kid, you're like oh, he's probably a comedian now. He's <laughs> yeah, he literally. So he developed a really good sense of humor, probably, or he's a yeah. uh, murderer, like yeah. one or the other, <laughs> one of the two. Yeah, I had uh, the. There was like this brand of a- uh, stuffed animals that were for the bathtub. Yeah, that they like advertise as like you can play in the bathtub with these guys. Right, and those were the the stuffed animals that I was allowed to have because they basically were full of like styrofoam. Uh huh. And they're like the cloth was like a water resistant cloth. Right. So I had like these <gasps> bathtub stuffed animals. Jesus. <laughs> You're laughing through pain right now. No, I, feel I mean, it. like, I... We didn't have it anymore. <laughs> oh, I just, he like, does. I'm just like, well, yeah, this is... I mean, the, the whole, like, taking a nebulizer for that long, I would get so sick of it, because it was like, I don't... Like, I was, like, a hyperactive... Not hyperactive, but, like, I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. And also, one of the pills that I had to take when I was, like, in kindergarten is known to make you hyper. So it was, like, an asthma pill that would, like, make me go crazy. It was called Slowbid, which... Again, I've never really looked into any of this stuff as an adult, but yeah, I would take this slow bed and it would make me like go wild. I, I yeah. saw some video of myself when I was like six and I was like, fuck Bouncing off the walls. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> we like picked a bunch of blackberries. This is when I lived in like a certain part of Oregon that had a lot of blackberries and I just would put like cups of sugar on them <laughs> and like eat them and i yeah. was like who is letting me do that <laughs> it's like they're already sweet and they're like filming it but not stopping yeah. you because that like i think it's like my grandparents where they would like pour like a little bit of half and half and like a little bit of sugar yeah and they would eat the berries yeah and i was like yeah and i was just putting like spoon after spoon of sugar and you're already on that drug yeah, that's yeah. making you crazy losing it <laughs> cool kid that redhead yeah, it's Hyper, like it's so yeah. easy to picture you Asthma just kid. like freaking out. <laughs> like you don't look that different to me than like a small redheaded kid wigging <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah. Just like, blah, blah. <laughs> like just lots of yelling. I would I would have watched that video of myself and then called my parents to apologize. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm sorry. I must have I, a nightmare. <laughs> I think about myself as a child and I, I it recently I'm like, God, I was an annoying fucking dick. Yeah. Yeah. Just like oh, an yeah. obnoxious. I think I discovered sarcasm kind of young. And I was just like a little shithead who deserved, like, I, like if they would have slapped me around, I would have been like, yeah, I deserve that shit. <laughs> like, yeah. I was annoying as fuck. I was just a real cutie pie, real <laughs> sweetheart, yeah. hyper, hyper. Did Look, you get in trouble? Not really. Like, I was like, I, the few times that I got in trouble were kind of like, oh, he's, he just is like such an innocent. Like, by the time I got in middle school, I would occasionally get in some trouble for doing stuff but i remember elementary school like the two things that stand out were like i had these scissors like everyone had like the pointy scissors and mine were rounded yeah they're rounded and they were like paper cutting scissors they were like making fun of me and i was like no these are sharper than your scissors just because they're pointy doesn't mean they're sharper because they were like really good scissors and this girl was like nah and i was like yeah they can cut anything and she's like could they cut my shoelaces and i was like absolutely and she's like, do it. And I was like, no, I'll get in trouble. And she's like, if, you, if they can cut through my shoelaces, I won't get you in trouble. And I just cut through her shoelaces. And she started crying. <laughs> and like, when I got home, my parents were like waiting for me. They're like, so you cut 
you know what I mean? It was hard for me to explain. Like, no, 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 she told me to. And they're like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> she but said I, she wouldn't tell him. Yeah. Okay. It's like a six-year-old being like, no one understands me. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. But it's like, no, you're a kid who just cut some girl's shoelaces probably because you liked her or whatever. Yeah. And then the other time was my brother was like four years older than me. And one of his friends had a younger brother that was like a year or two older than me. So whenever we would like hang out at their house, he was my friend. But at school, I was like too young. So this like younger brother of my brother's friend, does that make sense? Yeah. He was like at school, he was like, get away from me. And I was like, dude, we're friends. And he was like trying to run away from me. So I grabbed him real quick and like <laughs> spun him around, like, like kind of jokingly, like, come on, come play. And I threw him to the ground. I broke his arm. Oh, God. <laughs> like, but not like, in a, I was just like smiling. And he was like, oh. And then, like, the librarian was walking by and, like, grabbed me by my ear and took me to the principal's office. Wow. And then your reign as campus bully started. Yeah. No, I wasn't a bully. Stay away from Randy. <laughs> I was always, like, the guy that my friends would be, like, they would, like, people were fucking with them. And they'd be, like, yeah, well, this is my friend. And I'm, like, I'm a pussy. Don't <laughs> yeah. bring me into this. Like, when I was in sixth grade and, like, the eighth graders. Yeah. Actually, I didn't get in trouble for that because my parents were like worried that we were going to get sued or whatever. Oh, really? Because I broke a kid's arm. Yeah. And his parents were like, ah, he's kind of a pussy. Oh, to their own son? Yeah. They go, don't worry about it. He needs to toughen up. Wow. They're like, thank you, Randy. Was like, yeah, a, a, a second grader broke his arm. I guess you're right. But <laughs> what the, what part the of Brown Oregon? broke his arm. <laughs> uh, this was when I lived in Southern Oregon, Medford. Okay. Elementary school in Medford. But, uh. Real Lord of the Flies environment. I got there in Medford. On Halloween in Medford. It was my first year where I was allowed to trick or treat with just. Halloween's terrifying. Oh, man. These two, like, eighth grader guys, they, like, grabbed my pillowcase and they're like, give it to me. And I was like, what? No way. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I worked hard for all this. (laughs) I didn't realize they were, like, threatening me. And then we started walking down the street and my other friend was like, get ready to run. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then these dudes chased us and I was like, why are we running? And then I just got beat up and they took my candy. Oh shit. But we found out who they were. Like a friend of mine that we were with was a, a little bit older. He's yeah. like, yeah, I know those guys. So like we went to like, I guess they got in trouble. They were like, yep, you did this. And they had like torn my pants cause they were like dragging me on the ground. Okay. So they ended up giving me like, I I got like $60 or something yeah. out of like some sort of like court thing. <laughs> it went to court. Like it went, they, yeah. Cause like the, they, we like turned it in as like, a, like, yeah, these guys beat my son up and we know who they are. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we did that. So I, my parents were just, they like took me to like Walmart or something. And I uh-huh. just like, bought a bunch of toys i want to interview your parents they went through a lot yeah <laughs> they're like our son randy was a he was a lot <laughs> two quiet exhausted white people <laughs> no i was like i was the best <laughs> and i had an older brother and he was like a tough guy tough guy eh, like in high school you know he was like a football player oh. and i was like he How was tall like, are you? Uh, like six four. Did do you get to? Did you get the coaches try to drag you into playing? I played. Yeah, I you played. played football. I didn't play football. I played football in middle school, and I was like good because yeah. I was like bigger than everybody. Did you play baseball? I did when I was really young. Okay. I played in high school. I played basketball and soccer. Oh, okay. And soccer. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't it's as tall. fat as I am now. But are tall people? I wouldn't. I would think tall being tall would be horrible for being a soccer player. I was like I played. Like, 
defensive midfield. Okay. So I was like, do you have any idea what that means? You stay in the middle. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Play defense. About soccer. Oh. So like in soccer, there's the positions generally are like forward. Yeah, that and they're know. like they, they score stuff. Yeah, and they don't ever. So they they don't ever go on the defensive half of the field. Like they just like oh, okay. wait at the half line most of the time. Yeah. So to be, I want to play that position. They're like yeah, it seems run cool. like crazy <laughs> and then like wait for the people to get you the ball. Right. And the midfielders kind of play. You know, they can play all the way up to score. They can play all the way back on defense, but. Um, that sounds like the harder one. Right? Yeah, they have to run the most. You're like a goalie at midfield, almost. They're like they're like good at passing, and they're in good condition. And then like defense, you know, you mostly stay back. If you play up, you can, but you have to fucking get back, otherwise you're screwed. Yeah. And then like a defensive midfielder is like basically like you're on defense, but you have the right to come up as far as you want as long as you get back. So like it was a it was a hard like I would score, but only if I was like really not tired <laughs> i just a lot of headers you know yeah. i was tall so what like, did you play in basketball what position kind of like the post or whatever center yeah like kind of a kind of like a forward or a post like i was for the most part the tallest guy on the team but then we would play like teams that had actual tall people yeah so that's a, my that's what our my high school was like there was like tall people and then we play like a genuinely good school and it would yeah. just be a slaughter yeah. You're like, oh, but we thought Blake was so good. Like, no, he's awful compared yeah, he's to real. He's only 5'10 compared to the 6'4". Yeah, he was like 6'2 and couldn't dunk. And then you'd play like a real high school. Like, oh, no, those are athletes. We're just people. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's dunking. Yeah. Yeah, you'd play. They'd be like, well, this guy, we know he'll play college basketball. So he's our guard. Where it's like, yeah, but he's the tallest guy on your team. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like. Like we we're playing him in, in a way that he'll be successful in the future. Yeah, he's like my height, but he's like their point guard. Yeah, so that's yeah. what you need. But I played against a lot of like people who went on to like do good things. It was hard. So like <laughs> volunteers, people that went into the Peace Corps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. charity workers, guards. nurses, yeah. <laughs> philanthropists. No, this guy, um, <laughs> Steve Allen. <laughs> um, what's his name? Tyson Chandler. I know, yeah, I know that name. He played on the Bulls, and then uh, I'm not sure where he is now. He's still in the league. Yeah, he was like when they made that big announcement uh, about Sterling and like, yeah, the, who's the the mayor of Sacramento now? Kevin, uh, oh no, is it Kevin Johnson? I have no idea. They had a big press conference where it was like they they brought together like six or seven like well known basketball players to be like. We're standing together on this, and one of them was Tyson Chandler. He's like seven foot two. Oh, okay, wow. and he went to Dominguez uh, Hills or whatever in Compton, and was drafted second pick overall out of high school. Jeez, and you had to, you played with that guy in we high school? Played against him against because we were in a tournament. It was like this Oregon tournament that they always try to bring like six teams. Oh, the Nike like, tournament. It was called like the Les Schwab Invitational. Oh, okay. And 16 teams, it's usually like the 10 best teams in Oregon and the six best teams that they can get from around the country. So it's always like Oak Hill, which is always like a powerhouse. Long Beach Poly. Probably. Yeah. And and like Dominguez, there was just like a big Sports Illustrated article about this team and we're like, we were ranked 16th in the tournament and they were first, so we played them. Oh boy. (laughs) That ranking thing is like, the first round is like, this is just us getting our ass kicked. So we, and they were like sponsored. They all brand new shoes. We were like, (laughs) sports cars. Like my town was like 20,000 people. Yeah. So it's like, we'd all been playing together since we were like 12. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, I had to guard because I was like the biggest guy on my team. 
So I had to guard this guy. He had like a 46-inch vertical, and he was like Jeez. seven foot two. <laughs> Jumping over yeah, your Yeah, like the first play of the game was like this big alley-oop <laughs> dunk where I was just like, I'm on the ground, and there's legs around me. We did all right. by like We lost by like 16, but at halftime, we were like within like three or four points. Right. They beat us. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I. I was on the tennis team, and I. I just one time played a guy that had like a full ride scholarship to UCLA, and he just looked so bored, kicking the living <laughs> shit out of yeah. me. You're like, no, this difference is so vast. Yeah. Right now, like this is just you're bored, just killing He's me, like staring like, at his watch on one. Literally, arm just, just like, the like other. just kind of meandering over to the ball and then like whipping it past me, and I'm like. Like lunging and oh, missing man. and stuff. There's always that that guy that makes you realize you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not gonna go pro. That's the kind of guy that goes pro. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, when I went, I went to the my friend throughout the first pitch of the Dodger game and just seeing where I was on the, we got to go on the field and mm-hmm. watching them take batting practice. You were like, you are so much better at doing things with your body, and Isn't your body crazy? is so much bigger and faster at the same time. Well, and then you think like when you're like that age like college age you're like yeah. like oh shit yep i got to this level and now everyone else that's better is doing this but then as you get older you're like oh yeah it's just young people that can do that but there's always like the guys that are your age that are still in the league and you're like how yeah. is your body doing that like i can't yeah twist i can't you know it's like yeah, yeah ricky fucking... henderson was like 50 when he retired Jeez. or some shit and the way they heal like they get injured and then, like two weeks later, they're playing again. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's yeah, they're not like they're yeah, they not, like, break a bone. Humans. They're like, hey, he's gonna be out for eight, ten days. You're like, ten days? What are yeah, you doing? That's about? not right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know who uh, Jacoby Ellsbury is? Nope, sweet name. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball player. I think he's still on the. Sounds Red like Sox. a Key and Peel name from yeah. the East West Bowl sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he's like a famous. Like he, I think he played college uh, baseball at Oregon State, and then like instantly went to play for the actual Red Sox out of college and like was on the World Series team. Right. But uh I don't know much about baseball, but he grew up like 10 miles from me. He was yeah. in a really small town. So it's weird when like you you like sports center they're like, "Ah, Jacoby Ellsbury." And it's like, "No, that's just a that's a local guy." How's he doing yeah. that? The only athlete to come that I knew was Jim Parquet who played for the White Sox and his only claim to fame was he started the biggest brawl in major league history <laughs> oh, really? and he got busted in for steroids but little known fact he has a glass eye i know that because my father was his elementary school teacher oh that's cool wow. he's a left-handed pitcher at ucla and but he started a massive he was on the white Sox. And he started a, a, a brawl that lasted like 20 minutes but they couldn't yeah. contain it because both benches were just like swirling on the on field YouTube? fighting. Can you find that video? You probably could find it. Yeah, someone had to have. Had and it a just camera. went on. It was like that Pacers brawl with Detroit that just kept oh, yeah. like, where it just like oh, yeah. somebody stop. Yeah, like it just <laughs> audience kept, members are being. It just kept going, and you're like, Jesus, is crazy. This won't end. And he he started that. I didn't really expect all that sports stuff out of me. Yeah, because yeah. you're from Oregon. Yeah, and then. Stories I've heard from you in the past are like you know gardening and like <laughs> coffee, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of like stuff yeah, that was more in interesting like, to me too. Like playing youth sports, and then it just like kept progressing, and it was kind of like this is fun. And then by high school, it was like basketball wasn't fun anymore. Like I wanted to quit every yeah. day. I was just like, and they were like, yeah. hey, we're all gonna go sexually assault these girls. You're like, I'm yeah. cool. I'm gonna yeah. hang. <laughs> no, that's the only reason that kept me around. <laughs> the power well, I didn't. Thing. I we you and I just met like last week or well we met like once before that yeah yeah but yeah you you we were in new orleans and we, you wanted to do you had a, like a plan 
Well, now when you're like, I was like, let's go. I was like, you want to go eat? You're like, or like, let's go eat. You're like, yeah. And then you like, a, you knew how to go everywhere, which I was like, what the hell is this? And then you're like, well, is it cool? You're like, would sheepishly like, is it cool if we also go to this other place that I have to go to? Otherwise, I will feel heartbroken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean. And you would like sheepishly, I noticed like the facts you already knew about everything would sheepishly come. You're like, well, it's also like, uh, it's also was founded in this time and yeah. then it's made with this when there's a certain kind so of chemical process. So you do process. I do. You research the cities before yeah, you go? Yeah, like. It hasn't just recently I've been able to like go places like yeah. literally I grew up in Oregon, went to college in Washington, moved to L.A. Yeah. And so like, just West Coast for basically and I have, I have family in New Mexico and I had been to Washington, D.C. when I was okay. in kindergarten. Right. But honestly, until last for an year, American, that's pretty well traveled. Yeah, yeah I until, haven't been to many more places <laughs> yeah. until last year. I hadn't been to the East Coast except for when I went to. DC when I was a little kid. It's like mm-hmm. I went to New York last year and I made it out to like North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Ohio, yeah. and then was just in Louisiana. Where'd you go in Ohio? I just got back today. Cincinnati. Okay, I haven't been to that one. How's yeah. that? It was all right. There's a, a club there that's kind of like, it reminds me of like Porky's kind of. <laughs> like you, uh, like it's kind of like you go up this back way and you're like, why is there a thing back here? And it's like all these trees. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, a club that has a, a bar attached that you have to walk outside to get to. Wow. And so, like, after the first show, they kick everyone out into the bar so they can keep partying. And it's like, you know, the, the dudes who are working there have been there for a long time. And it's kind of like cool. this little back. I mean, it's uh, Go Bananas, which Go is Banana, like okay. a popular club out there. Yeah. But it's, like, out of Cincinnati. <clears throat> it's not really in Cincinnati. Uh-huh. But, um, but the city itself is fine. Like, there was shit to do. Yeah, we only I only made it out to like actual like downtown Cincinnati like one of the last days. Yeah, walked around. Chili is big there. Chili. Yeah, I'm listening. Like I'm chili. listening to like, like I was like really that's like their big thing. Yeah, there's, there's like two competing fast food chili restaurants. One's called Red Star and one's called Skyline. Skyline chili, I've heard of. Yeah, and yeah. they both have like grocery store products. Like you can buy, but the the main thing. I don't know about the main thing, but one of the main things is chili on spaghetti. Yes. Yeah. With tons of shredded cheddar. I've had that. They have that at Bob's Big Boy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. And Bob's Big Boy's version of it probably sucks comparatively, but it's still extremely good. Yeah, (laughs) but even all like the little hole-in-the-wall dive places, you know, it's all about the chili, and these are like the the mass-produced, like, famous places, Red Star, but they have like chili dogs, and then they also have like their other thing is like the triple decker like turkey sandwiches and stuff. Right. But it's all about the chili. And I was just like, what? Like I, I knew a friend that went to Xavier in Cincinnati and I, and they were like, yeah, it's all about chili. And I was like, that seems so weird because it's not in the South. Yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of like, yeah, we're all, and they have like chocolate in them. Like they're kind of really dark. Brooding, Fuck. I want that. Like, like a mole chili. Yeah. Yeah. I miss chili. That's one of those things about not eating meat. I'm oh yeah, like that's right. Chili is pretty spec. Chili dogs. That's that's my. Sh- I yeah. love, love like fucking Seven Eleven chili dog. Like oh, I no, love no, no. chili dogs. <laughs> that, that's crazy. Yeah, they, they had a chili. I used dog, to get yeah. a chili dog at the Enterprise, the Seven Eleven next to the Enterprise, oh, yeah. all the time. There was an arcade in our hometown, uh-huh. and I would fucking eat those hot dogs constantly. Yeah, I had a friend that would eat Seven Eleven hot dogs like crazy. He would get the spicy bite. <laughs> yeah, he was just like Code Red Mountain Dew. 
Flaming Hot Cheetos and Spicy Bite. He's dead now, right? Yeah. No, he's, he's no longer right. with us. But I'm like, my car stinks because <laughs> of you. It's just oh. like the I would do the Seven Eleven, just the normal chili dog, bag of Funyuns, Coke Slurpee. Yeah. yeah. So good. All together, it was like $2.80. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, next time you break your vegetarian thing, which should be in four days. It's probably you coming. It's been a chili. minute. <laughs> yeah. I've realized I ha- I'm going about two to three months between meltdowns. You had one, what, a week ago? You said you ate meat? No. Uh... I feel like last week. Did you have meat in New Orleans? You know, I was okay at like one in the morning. I was fucking hungry, and there I couldn't near our hotel. There wasn't anything, no. so I went to that casino. Okay, and which had a one of the sadder food courts. Yeah, a mini Fuddruckers. Yeah, I ate yeah. That one night. which was a bummer. And yeah, and yeah. so I got like a turkey sandwich. Yeah. Okay. I I one of the late nights where I had eaten like I ate once. I ate big. But I ate once. It was like right. two or three, and I was like, "Oh, I feel like shit now." And then it was like midnight before I was hungry again, and I was like, "Oh, I should find something around here." And the only place I could find it was such a like whenever I'm in a, like a cool town, like I I want to make every meal like count. Right. Yeah. yeah. Where I'm like, don't waste it. But I was like, I don't want to walk really far, and. I like Googled like late night food in that area and they kept talking about this place called Vix, which was like an Australian bar. What the fuck? Oh wow. So they're like Australian bar Vix, they have good late night food. And I walked there but I saw a cooler place across the street, so I was like, fuck Vix. And then the place was like, No, we're not serving food anymore, go to Vix. And I was like, What do you have? And they go, Pizza? Uh, shepherd's pie or jambalaya? And I was like, Okay, which one should I get? What do you recommend? And he goes, Pizza. That's a bad sign. But then I was like, oh, it's because it's the easiest for this fuck to make. It was literally a frozen oh. pizza. I saw him pull it out of the freezer, cut it open, and then throw it in the oven and walk away. And I was like, oh, I am that. wasting my time here. <laughs> yeah. So it was like a, a frozen pizza at an Australian bar in New Orleans. And I was oh, like, shit. what a fucking waste. I definitely <laughs> felt like a jerk eating a turkey sandwich in New Orleans. I was like, what are you doing? That's one of those cities, yeah, where you're like, I, there's probably so much great food that I can't get at home. Not late night, though. Like yeah. a lot of it stuff feels like didn't have... Late, I've never been there. If you, if you travel, if you're like, okay, there's a late night spot that's killer, you can find something. Yeah, but, if you're just but like, like in and around where we were wasn't that awesome. Yeah, and then like we're also close to like the French Quarter. That yeah. seems like a 24-hour area. It is, French but Quarter. like the like Bourbon Street is all like shitty pizza places. Right, right. It's yeah. all like get a fucking giant alcohol slurpee. It's like the Venice Boardwalk. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. I, it's just like every single place was the same that you walk in. It's like... Yeah. That's what I found. Stuff. Like once I'd had enough oyster situation stuff yeah it was basically the same a lot of the same thing over and over and over again yeah although i did go to mother's that was cool what'd I, you get i got an oyster probably yeah you know it was good <laughs> i got a, i got a ham biscuit yeah i got a ham i got a t-shirt yeah, i got a great. really sweet t-shirt yeah <laughs> i went to my last day there because my flight was at like 5 p.m so i was like oh i got one more chance to fucking get out and yeah. i went to this place called dookie chase great name and it's like a famous it's been there since like the 30s or 40s uh-huh. and it's just like kind of this like cajun southern like institution did they triple d that was that on triple d maybe i feel like it was <laughs> this guy it's a good d. resource when yeah. i was in cleveland i went to that website yep. and they show you the popular restaurants and what shows on that network they've yeah, been yeah. on and rated. they're doing homestyle cajun cleveland style it's like great. it's <laughs> fucking very efficient <laughs> cleveland's yeah. known for corned beef which oh. I didn't know until okay. I got there. Bring it. You walk by all these places and they especially advertise the corned beef oh, really? or whatever. And it's like a really Irish city or whatever. Yeah. And so I just went to places I and I love awesome corned corn beef. beef and cabbage. 
I haven't had it too much. Like I in the Northwest, it's like not a lot of specific cultures represented, especially in like you know where I grew up. Right. I know there's neighborhoods in Portland that are probably like there's probably like a ton of Polish people up there or something. Yeah. But it's very just kind of like cattle. It's just like yeah, you'll have a steak. Yeah. I mean, like the like the local fare is just kind of like just all American. Yeah. And now Portland has like this big like kind of culinary boom with some really cool restaurants, but. Uh You know, the nicer ones are taking from, you know, other places. It's just like fresh ingredients. That's like, they don't really have a... It seems like every, every like, new restaurant has, like, the same menu. Kind of like, we have a kale Caesar and there's an ahi tuna. You're like, I don't... This is boring. Yeah. It's it's a French-inspired Californian fare. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Or it's just like... Japanese fusion. Like, whatever. There was a lot of... You know how we saw, like, we were at Cafe Du Monde, and it was just, like, all Vietnamese people? Yeah. There is a big Vietnamese, like, restaurant culture. There oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. Same with Cleveland. It was, oh, like, really? corned beef and Vietnamese food. Yeah. Those were, like, the two biggest things. I, was, I still can't wrap my head around the amount of powdered sugar at Cafe Du Monde. Right. It's yeah. a beignet place. It's just coffee and beignets, and they cover the beignets in so much powdered sugar like maybe I would say four times as much as you need. Yeah, because you pick it up and, and almost all of it falls <laughs> off. Dust. Yeah, off, I mean yeah. it's a pyramid of it stays. It's probably seven inches tall of yeah. powdered sugar that you don't See, at just all. It's like a waste. A complete waste. Now, Unless they had like a binding agent, like yeah, just, like sprayed it with some sort of adhesive. Yeah. I was wearing all it. black, and I was just literally like, pour it in your coffee. I was literally <laughs> worried about. I was like, I can't get close to this. Because once you get powdered sugar on black clothes, like you, yeah, it's over. You can sit there with dick dab yourself. Yeah. I think they have black pants on too. Like I, I went back there the day before I left because my girlfriend was like, "Bring me beignets," and I was like, "They're gonna be so shitty by the time I get them to you." Right. But I was like, "Okay." Yeah. And I walked through there, and it was just like I feel so bad for all these people that work here. They're just like covered in they all had sugar. black shoes and black yeah. pants, and the ground was covered in powdered sugar. Yeah. Yeah, every restaurant uniform should be the same color of the thing that spilled the most. Their yeah. specialty, yeah. Yeah, like a steak restaurant, it's just red and brown. Red and brown, yeah. yeah. And that's spots. it. Yeah. You never get covered in anything. Yeah, well, that's they why, have... like, painters wear white, because, like, they mostly paint with yeah. white, I guess. Yeah. And, like, bakers wear white. Yeah. But it's funny, because, like... Uh, Coke dealers. They. I worked at restaurants where they... <laughs> Coke dealers, they always wear white. Uh, I worked at a restaurant where they were like, ooh, we got black uh, chef jackets... But it was like people were like making pizzas and stuff. Yeah. So they're just like covered in flour. And it's like, yeah, they this look is ridiculous. <laughs> cool. <laughs> What's the stuff they put in coffee down there that they're known for? Chicory. Yeah. That's it. I had that once in San Francisco. There was a place that was known for their like chicory coffee or whatever. Yeah. It's like, what is it? Like, they do it in New Orleans. And that was like her selling point. She's it's like, t- they, they do it there. That's what I had at, at Cafe Du Monde, right? It was yeah. interesting. It was All good. Yeah. It's basically. It just tasted a little different. Yeah. I don't know. I can't even really describe I it. See I couldn't taste it that much. I bought chicory one time. Uh-huh. Like I was home roasting coffee. So I bought Oh, this boy. Chicory. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I bought this Jesus. chicory to fuck with it. And it's yeah. totally a different taste. This is where Kevin checks out. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that it, that it has in common is they're both roasted. Reaching so for both, my phone. <laughs> so if you have, the fuck if up. you have really dark roasted coffee and really dark roasted chicory, yeah. you know, they combine. They're like, oh, yeah, it tastes like burnt. tastes like carbon. It seems like chicory would be a great thing to add to just shitty coffee. That's which is what, what I think that San Francisco place was doing. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we don't have like good... They're just trying to be trendy or whatever. Yeah. Because there is like an iced coffee drink in town that's like, it's got chicory in it. Yeah. Whereas the origin of that was because they were basically cutting the coffee with something that was cheaper 
we're like, we're going to roast this chicory and we're going to cut the coffee with it and be like, yeah, it adds a different flavor, but mostly it's because coffee was more expensive than chicory. Does it make it mm-hmm. less caffeinated then? Yeah, because chicory doesn't have any caffeine. Okay. But um, but the the way... Back to my phone. What it's, <laughs> what it's known for is like really dark roasted coffee and chicory. It's really like inky. Yeah. Like It's almost like a meal. Yeah. It feels so heavy. Yeah, it is. I, mean, I did have like three cups of it, but <laughs> well, yeah, it's, 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 it's its own thing. And then, like the tradition in New Orleans keeps it going, and people are like, "Yeah, when I'm there, I like it." But it's silly that people are like, "We'll do it too." Yeah, you know, it's like taking something that technically is bad and recreating it for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Where it's like the tradition of it is what keeps it, and that's cool. And I'm all about that. Yeah, but like it's like how the Crips and Bloods made their way across the country, and they're like, "No, you guys should not <laughs> let this happen. This yeah. is not sort of our thing, and we it's our thing." Yeah. But like they're like West Side, yeah. like, but <laughs> tradition. <laughs> all right, we'll check out this it. style of murder West we're in- importing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not a good idea. Cali, <laughs> are, yeah. ro- are you still roasting coffee at home? I haven't r- home roasted in a while. Oh, God. <laughs> well, here's what happened. I was cooking in restaurants yeah. and I was like, I need a way out of this because there's no money in it and I wasn't making any tips and it was shitty and I was broke and then I got obsessed with coffee on my own right. and I started home roasting and learning all about it and basically did everything that you could do except for espresso because you need machine, an expensive yeah. machine. I want the listeners to know Nick and Randy's mouths are so close right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking into each other's mouths right now. And Nick we're is pouring never, coffee down between our faces. Nick's taking all his clothes off. He's wearing a robe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm smoking a coffee-flavored cigar. <laughs> Does that exist? It seems like a good I mean, idea. Probably. Yeah, yeah really. They do coffee-rubbed steaks. Calm down. Probably. Stop yeah. it. Okay, coffee keep rubbed. going. <laughs> but then I, I just went around and applied at places coffee places being like listen i have a lot of knowledge and i'm really you're a coffee sommelier i'm really into it but you would have to train me on espresso and it just took a few kind of tries and you know a lot of places are like it takes like over a year to train a barista and it's like yeah but do you want someone who gives a shit and what yeah. and like is like at your disposal so i finally found a place that was willing and then i did that for a few years and um but then i stopped home roasting because i was at work drinking their coffee every day yeah so then there was not a lot of room for me to like i would do it when i would get like oh i'm really into this and i want to experiment but it wasn't an uh, when i was doing it it was like this is the coffee i'm drinking mm. and i'll roast every week because i want it every week were you like pan roasting it no i, I was doing um hot air popcorn poppers how did you Wait, get a girlfriend all about how did you get a girlfriend? <laughs> she. Uh, this she is because this. Okay, well. all right. Now we're on. Well, okay. I, I was the cook. I was cooking. <laughs> I was cooking at a gay bar in West Hollywood, and she was. That to me could also mean dancing. Yeah, <laughs> I was cooking. Uh-huh. I was cooking, uh, and she was uh, working like the pastry line at Luke, which is a restaurant kind of in West Hollywood. Okay. Like a, they have some sort of celebrity chef that's in charge there or whatever. Yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah, hot air popcorn popper. Um, certain kinds don't work, but if they have, if the vents aren't on the very bottom, if they're on the sides and they create a spiral. Yeah. And if usually the older ones, because they're higher wattage, and you can only roast like three fourths of a cup at a time. Right. <laughs> but it is what you basically what you need to roast coffee is very high heat. Yeah. Dry. Extremely white skin. White yeah. skin and uh, fluid bed of movement. Mm-hmm. So like these things are perfect for it. And that's why I like drum roasters because like if, if yeah. it sits, it scorches. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you don't want that. 
Is that the the Starbucks problem? Starbucks is all garbage. <coughs> it is garbage. Okay. It's like if if you were like because no, I know that, but like, is it because they let it sit too long? I don't actually want to know. I what think what they do is they they dark roast everything. Everything's over roasted. Yeah. So yeah. The, basically, the the key to there's only a certain percentage of coffee in the world that is classified as like specialty coffee. Okay. And if Starbucks wanted to serve specialty coffee, there's not enough of it. Like Starbucks is too big. Yeah. Oh, you know I what see. I mean? Yeah. So like if they want the same coffee at every store, also they don't want to spend that much money. It costs money to right. have good coffee. But if they wanted the same cup of coffee available at every store, they have to really go middle of the road and it has defects and it tastes bad. Mm-hmm. But the more you roast coffee, the more it tastes less like coffee and it tastes like roast. I see. So it tastes like the carbon rather than... So really lightly roasted coffee is you're tasting the actual coffee. So a lot of times people are like, oh, it's really bright and it's this and it's that. Yeah. And it's like, well, that specific coffee, that's what it tastes like. Like really light roasted I coffee. I hope I never can... hear someone say it's really bright. <laughs> bright. bright and floral. Bright is a and way... citrusy. As <laughs> revenge for this, <laughs> we are going to do a this. wristwatch only episode. You know what? I predicted you were going to say that. You're right. And I was like, if we do a, a lot... I'm a huge coffee guy, okay. obviously. We've talked about this a little yeah, in the yeah. past. But I'm like, we're going to, I told Kevin, I'm like, we're going to get in some coffee talk probably. <laughs> he's like, all right. And I'm like, and then I told myself, I bet he's going to want to do, he's really into watches. Oh, okay. We're going, I'm going to find, ton. I'm going to find someone on Randy's nerd level of wristwatch <laughs> nerdery. Yeah. What type yeah. of watches? Like, do it. I would like love to any kind, all like kinds, watches? all kinds. Like the, the new, like, uh, no. smart watches, you know, no, no, that. No. No, I don't know. I, I find those interesting. Like yeah. the solar powered satellite ones are cool. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Because you never have to set them. That's interesting. They have a bunch of watches that are like crossover with your smartphone. Yeah, I, that to me the is Samsung like, one. That's, that's all like just, oh, you get a I bigger tumor. I got one of the original ones. Mm-hmm. The, um, fuck, I can't remember the I don't want to take it. you guys off this super sexy <laughs> coffee train you guys are on oh, together wow. to, to Boner Town. No, <laughs> right, right. I just like, I, if you like Starbucks, that's fine. But I no, don't like, no, it doesn't. Don't, okay. You don't like coffee. I only like drink yeah. coffee you've never for the tried sake. good coffee is yeah, what yeah. I tell people. I was instructed because of my brain problem that makes me not talk, be able to talk to have like caffeine. Right yeah, have caffeine <laughs> on like regularly. I have to have it every day. So oh, most, you do? Yeah, because oh. it's, it's a migraine thing. It's related to migraines. Oh. And some kind of migraines you're supposed to not drink coffee and some people you're have not ca- I used have to have migraines. Yeah. Yeah. So you got it the was, good kind of migraines. I have to have caffeine basically every day. Otherwise, I could go to bad brain town. Yeah. And so I just started drinking lots of coffee because of, to not, you know. I got to get you Handsome's coffee before they close. Get me a bag. Blue bottle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the fact that you both know, I know that that's all, happening. Well, I have because I worked in, in uh, I was a barista for the last like three years. Right. And so like I have friends that work at Handsome. I know all the inner details Inside, of yeah, yeah. what is going on there. Not allowed to talk about it, guys. <laughs> yeah, I was told the same thing. Yeah. Like we're not really telling. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're turning into Blue Bottle, which is great. Yeah, that place is great. Bought. And you know, Tonks. Tonks is like, uh, they roast, but it's also their their main thing is it's a delivery. Oh, the one in Atwater. I think, I think it's, so. Isn't it located? They, got, say, they got bought by, by Blue Bottle yeah. as well. It's a place that's like, we'll roast and send you coffee, a bag of coffee every week or every two weeks or oh, something. That's a great and, idea. And there are like companies that do that. They, they don't roast. They just say, oh, I'll buy from this company and yeah. send it to you. But then the prices are more inflated. So it's like a place, it's a coffee place that doesn't have a location, basically. 
That's business talk. <laughs> That's not coffee talk. That's just some <laughs> revenue <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. But Handsome is good at like the super light roasted. It almost tastes like tea sometimes. Yeah, their stuff is very lightly roasted and bright. And you know what? If you don't like me saying bright, the, <sighs> reason, the reason people say bright is because the word is acidic is like harsh. I like that. But if you're like, oh, this coffee has really nice acidity, people go, well, then I don't want it. You no, that, oh, that's going to make my stomach you have to hurt. trick them into no, knowing. that reminds me of Triple D when he's like, get the acid kicking from the tomato. And I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Well, the thing is, like, all coffee has acidity and people don't realize it. So if you want a balanced cup of coffee, it has to have, you know, sweetness and acidity and other things. You had yeah. me for like 10 seconds. 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like it or not, you're learning why. This is what he'll do. He'll be like, no, it's stupid. And then a week later, he'll go, so where's the best coffee? Yeah. How do I get? Well, it's, yeah. so, it's like, there's so many. It's all, once you get to like actually good coffee, it's just a matter of like opinion. And most people... They form an opinion, and it's not based on if the coffee is good or not. It's based on oh, I heard Stumptown. Is I good. love they have Bel- a good logo, and they go <laughs> and they go. Stumptown is never bitter; it's the best. And I go, well, they are literally selling coffee from ten different countries, and they all taste different. Yeah. So it's like, which one do you like the best? Oh, all of it. And it's yeah. like, well, then that's a blanket statement. So when we were in New Orleans, and I was like, I had Stumptown; that was good. Were you just like, Stumptown is good? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But the thing is, they're just the best at marketing. So. People who like, they have that sweet bottle. People who like they have that sweet type. They really. I mean, that's the thing. When right. I look on Tumblr uh-huh. at that like, cold brew, they do that. Are, I look at you know like art tumblers or whatever. I see that Stumptown bottle uh-huh. all the time because yeah, they yeah. did a really beautiful type treatment. Yeah, they're like they're becoming the next Starbucks. Not in the sense that it's their coffee is going to taste like Starbucks coffee. But Starbucks was the first to latch on to this new wave of coffee and take it to everybody. Yeah. I was thinking, I was at Starbucks the other day, I was thinking part of the reason I think people like it is for that three seconds you're ordering, you get to be the boss. That's and you get to be hyper-specific, bossy. Like a lady had a, she was ordering a thing and it was oh like God. two sweet and lows. And it was very specific it and long. And I was stupid. like, oh, you get to be boss right now. Yeah. You're paying for it. It costs you money. But you're like, can I get a, ch-? it was like she wanted a chai latte uh, low, like iced chai latte, low ice, low water, two sweet and lows. And I was like, that's really long and crazy and that yeah, sounds yeah. dumb and we've all made fun of that. But oh, you get to be the extreme boss in a world totally. where you never get to be in charge yeah, yeah. for the most of the part. No, that's the thing. And it actually like, does something to you. Like it wakes you up. It wakes you up going and to it's get a part smoothie. of your day. It, that's, I think, almost the secret to, one of the secrets to their success is the psychology of being, they let you be as in charge as you, they, you get to be as specific as you want. Because in the end, it, it actually doesn't matter. Like, no. It's, it's so crazy because, like, working at a coffee place, you have these people that want specific things, and it's like, no, no, we know what is good, yeah. and this is what we offer. It's like the whole, I mean, it goes broader, where it's like, why are there 80 sizes of ketchup at the grocery store yeah. you don't need that no it's just the illusion of it's so choice. you feel like yeah you're like i'm in fucking charge yeah, yeah. it gives you the the, the yeah, choice yeah. people I, want yeah. choice all that stuff it's people i'm try. interesting if you pin yeah. me I get, down I get and the small bottle <laughs> it's really like if small. you if you pin me down and make me talk about watches long enough at the end i'll be like it doesn't matter yeah yeah it's just a dumb fetish or like it's just a thing that i've yeah. It's just something I've decided to like a ton about. Well, that's how yeah. I feel about coffee. The thing that coffee has going for it is physically addictive. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it was easy for me to get really into it because, like, that's my personality, anyways, where I, like, learn something and then learn all about it. And then usually I kind of ditch it. 
Yeah. Well, there's another thing to learn about. Coffee forces you to stay with it at some level. Yeah. You can say, all right, I'm going to quit, but then it's like, I have a headache. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Recently, I was like, okay, you drink this every day. Yeah. Starbucks tastes like garbage. Yeah. Why not have it be good? Well, yeah. That's the thing. Was like, well, I didn't. It's a a lot of it's proximity. Right. And I've told you the people at Starbucks know my name. Uh-huh. And they're ni- they're really nice. Yeah, yeah. And they a lot of times see me coming and they hand it to me before I'm paying. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know what? It all tastes not that it, the difference. I didn't have a, a, a real base definition of the difference. Uh-huh. So I was like, this service is outweighing the difference in quality so to now me. You got to just habitually go to an, a good place and then they'll learn your name as well. And yeah, but I told it there's something about like I go to that place by Rudy's Cafe and there's something Pizza. that bugs me. That's just, it's a little more, but I know they're not giving the people health coverage. Well, and also right. <laughs> Vita in general, I've noticed they're not that friendly. Like I've had some, a, a yeah. few run ins there where I don't like their coffee either. It's like, like they they also roast really dark. It's very inconsistent. Too. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not mind blowing. They're to me like nineties new like third wave like third wave. So here's first wave is like Folgers. Second wave is Starbucks. Third mm-hmm. wave is all the new right hip things that are happening now. But okay. at the base of it, it's all based in what they're actually doing, not right. just yeah. like logos. But um, they're the first. They're uh, uh, cute girls that work at Vita. Okay. <laughs> but the first, the people who started kind of the third wave, you know, that was like 90s. Like Intelligentsia was that way, but they've continued to also change with what what people are capable of now. Because people know more about coffee than they ever yeah. did. Whereas like Vita is still hovering in that kind of 90s. Like we're going to roast dark because that's what we used to do. Yeah. And like, but if they also like, it's like their tastes haven't changed with what right. is changing around them. I There, I... It's a, again, it's a proximity thing. I can walk. It's no, a perfect length walk from my house, and it's like it's easy. It's an easy drive. Yeah. Also, it's just closeness. Yeah. When I was in New Orleans, I found a good place, but I only went there two times because it was a little bit of a walk. Yeah. And I was like, I have other shit I need to get done, so I would go to like the shittiest place and get chocolatey whatever because I right. just I actually just needed the caffeine to to move along. But if there was right. like a better easy choice i would have taken it yeah but that's the thing where like you can't convince everyone to like good coffee because they don't like coffee like i don't i for the long i don't for the long time i didn't actually like coffee i just need and the things i would order were all based in disguising the taste yeah yeah, because i just needed the caffeine so i could not have a migraine that retarded me yeah and then but i was like uh but after a while i got to like it a little more yeah but yeah. yeah, you can't convince like everyone who has, like goes to Starbucks is addicted to it. But they are also everything that they drink doesn't taste like coffee. coffee so if you're anyway, like, yeah. here, come over here and just have this cup of black coffee, they'd be like, I hate this. And it's like, yeah, but you would also a hate McDonald's it at cheese a McDonald's yeah. cheeseburger doesn't taste like a cheeseburger. Yeah, it's a McDonald's cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, the taste is its own. It doesn't taste like a hamburger. You never like bite into a hamburger in another place and go, ah, this is like McDonald's. It's not. Well, that was like what fucked with me when I was like little. We would have hamburgers at home, and I'd be like, "They're not as good," because like you're you're used to eating fast food burgers. Yeah, and it's like, how can we make it taste like that? And yeah. it's yeah. like, make oh it no, process. You have it completely. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just yeah. happened to grow up. It's in like, like the Eddie Murphy bit. The this time is a that green pepper it. welfare burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His mom's like, "I'll make a McDonald's burger." She's like, takes out two pieces of bread. He's like, "What?" She's like, "Give me an egg." He goes, "What do you need egg for?" <laughs> she just makes this nasty ass burger, which tasted ten times better. But yeah, McDonald's tastes like McDonald's. Starbucks tastes like Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been to Mo Better Burger on uh-uh. La Brea? No. That place does burgers like, like they're made at home. Yeah. Like a backyard fucking barbecue. 
I've gotten really baseball it. of ground beef slapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got, it tastes I, like someone just made it in their backyard, and they're like, "Here, man, good. go sit down at that picnic table." David Taylor's here. house. I got really into uh, burgers. Uh-huh. Like, this is a good city for that. Yeah, when people like, say there's no good food in LA, it's like come eat our burgers. No, like people need to hire me as their burger consultant. Okay, like I understand <laughs> the science of it. Like, I got really into. Um, like the layering of ingredients and like you know, what you have a, you is there anything you've gotten into passively <laughs> is there just something you sort of like isn't burger week this week i don't know you know there's a every week there's a new there's like yeah. coffee week or fucking whatever week i think burger week is this oh, week or last week burgers and are good the good part about that is they always publish a list of the best yeah. places and and then i go to all of them <laughs> yeah burgers i mean there's so many variables and you don't realize it's like what is touching what like one thing that like i I know this doesn't qualify exactly what all burgers should be but what i like okay shredded lettuce shredded iceberg lettuce i don't want a big leaf in there okay because then it starts to sweat and then you bite it and you pull it out yeah shredded lettuce has all sorts of surface area so like all the juices and all the ketchup and whatever else is in there has a place to live yes so when you bite into it it doesn't get all over the plate i agree with this so far minced raw onions yeah, raw definitely raw over sauteed. But I minced, but I don't like the big rings because you're you're getting big bites of spicy onion. Uh-huh. Minced, same reason for shredded uh, uh, lettuce. It's just like a lot of surface area. Minced onion, McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. And that, the shredded lettuce. I know. I followed the McDonald's like order ah. of because I was like I was trying to replicate a Big Mac over a, over a billion salt. So yeah. it can't it can't be total yeah. shit but I, and counting. But then I was trying to find like how what makes this Big Mac taste like a Big Mac and it's totally not the meat. It's oh, it's yeah. like it's the sauce, it's the shredded onion. In and the, out's taste has nothing to do with the meat. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like you know, you put certain things on the bottom of the patty and the patty heats it up so like those minced onions get kind of sweaty and sort yeah. of cooked because they're touching the bottom. It's like and then like thin patty, a lot of people We'll make it too thick, and you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, I'm just eating. I want to watch you make love to a woman because I feel like <laughs> this sort of oh. specificity must yield yeah. no. a real, a real it's good just like time. I just, I, Four hour yeah. tantric style. He's like, go lay down. She's like, well, I, I, go yeah. lay down. I pick, no, I <laughs> picture a big cheeseburger in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> like long hair. I your nicknames for your girlfriend are so lame. Like, how's my little minced onion going? Yeah. She's like, Tess, I don't yeah. like this. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, Come here, chicory. smoked ham hock. <laughs> uh, okay, so build the perfect burger. Start well, at the bottom just, up. It's simple. It's just, it can be as simple uh, as possible. Don't say it's simple because there's no way it's simple no, in no, your like, mind. Like, I, like the last time I made burgers at home, I just did like, you know, Good quality ground beef. Mm. I put a little like uh, fish sauce. I in drove it. to Sacramento because there's this place I really like. Yeah. Fish sauce in the in the meat, just a little bit. What does that do? It gives it that because like fish sauce gives is, it the least kosher vibe ever. No, fish <laughs> sauce is like, and if it's good quality fish sauce, I mean when people you hear people talk about like umami flavor, uh-huh. like fish sauce is a huge source of it because okay. it's just ah, like that's salty. It's fermented yeah. fish and mushrooms basically, uh-huh. and though both of those things have lots of. It's called glutamate, which is the source of umami. Uh-huh. And like monosodium glutamate, MSG, that's like the salt version of umami. Yeah. And it's like bad. The best but ingredient fucking in any delicious. food. But it makes anything oh, taste it. good. So yes. if you can just get, get glutamate without the monosodium part of it, you're getting that umami okay. base. So you're just creating a deeper, more savory tasting meat. Okay. So... Yeah, so I just put a little bit of fish sauce and then salt and pepper and that's it. And mm. pound them really thin. Not pound them, but like I don't care if yeah. 
I don't care if they're perfectly round. Like I'll, I'll flatten them out, and if it looks like a part of it's going to fall off, that's fine because when it cooks, it'll all bind together. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, and then the key for me is shredded lettuce, minced onion, tomato lettuce, and then I make like a like a Thousand Island Russian dressing. Sauce. My biggest problem with a burger or any sandwich is tomato. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because do it does the same thing. A piece of lettuce will do. It'll slip around. Yeah, it very fucks with thinly the sliced. See, I think the, the tomatoes the burger the very very top because then it gets like the burger. Yeah, the tomatoes function is to soak up the juices of the things around it, like mustard or the burger's juice. That to me is what its yeah. its job is. Like I could take lettuce completely off a burger yeah. and just do meat, tomato. And then like mustard because the mustard soaks into the tomato perfectly, yeah. uh-huh. and then the grease and from the burger soaks into the tomato on the other side. See, I go the other way. I leave the lettuce, take off the tomato. Really? Yeah. Unless, I'm gonna try thin. I love them. tomatoes. If you, if you slice them really thin, they basically just be like you want every bite to just like like when you eat like ribs, it's not supposed to fall off the bone. It's, you're supposed to make a very clean, perfect bite. Uh-huh. So like on a burger, if you can just bite into it. And nothing moves. And everything is just like the perfect bias. Yes. And nothing falls out the backside. Yeah. Like, oh My man. friend James wanted to open a restaurant called Last Bite. Where, like, <laughs> you know how you eat towards you want to make sure the last bite of your meal is, has everything on it? He yeah, was like, no, yeah. everything will be like, it'll be small portions that are set up oh, that's in that perfect idea. last bite. Yeah. I'd also waste a ton of it. <laughs> but it was like, it'd be sm- it'd like borderline tapas like, but you would yeah. set up everything as just like a perfect amount of every little thing so you taste it all at once. And I'd be the, the guy who eats the rest of it before we serve it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's a lot of waste, really. That's how you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are your favorite burger places in the oh, city? Oh, I don't know. I mean, Fat Burger is great. Yes. Fat Burger is, Fat burger is great. It's great. It's yeah. great. There's a reason it takes a little longer. It's fucking good. Fat Burger is yeah. great. And Fat like, Burger has a really good chili dog, by the way. Oh, really? Wait, what? Yeah. I didn't even know that. T- covered in onions. It's really? just They have good chili that I remember, and the, I remember the, the hot dog got a really good snap, and it had a ton of onions and oh. shredded cheese. It was just simple and good. Yeah. I was there one night. I was like, I'm going to try this fucking chili dog, and it was really good. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know if I've had it there. Fat Burger is great. Good shakes. And oh. my problem with what I would do at Fat Burger... It's like ah, I'm hungry, so I'd get like the big burger or whatever yeah, the XL. Or but like, like the small XL. burger is the best one. It is. The, I found just that too. the small one. So if you're super hungry, get two of them. Yeah, yeah. But they're they're like proportionately like the best. Yeah, because they're like it doesn't seem like it's a lot of beef because they, they even try to talk you out of it. They go, it's only like three ounces or something. They like <laughs> I'm like yeah yeah no I'm fine. Get this, this is, two pound burger. It's great. It is a no. perfect size. That that regular burger is just yeah. like it fits right in your hand. And because they cook it on a flat top, it gets like this perfect like crust. Uh-huh. Like it like it's a flat top like they they start with just balls of meat and then they flatten them on the flat top. And like you know when you cook like sausage patties, it gets like that darker like crust yeah, yeah like their burgers get that where it's like the oils stay on the burger rather than it sinking through like a barbecue the one in yeah. los Feliz over here I, whenever when i used to, i used to eat there quite a bit actually yeah and just but the level of homeless dude interaction there well, was there, a lot that's so weird i never get out of the drive-thru when i go to that one they're yeah. shitty like <laughs> like their drive-thru is shitty like they can't understand you and you yeah. can't understand them yeah and they, they fuck up like they're like what'd you say and you have to like really speak it's like it makes you feel like a jerk. You're like, you feel I said, rude. yeah. You're like, no cheese. And then everyone like in the store jerk. can hear you because it's not just in their headset. <laughs> yeah. you, you walk up and you hear the person behind you talking. You're like, oh like, no, that was the guy. Everyone knows I was just really passionate. Yeah. yeah. 
but yeah, it's, I'd say I mean In and Out is good, but really I think as far as just like burger places, Fat, uh, Fat Burger is like the best. Fat Burger is really good. I'm trying to think, I like Astro Burger. There's two of them, and they're both slightly different. Uh-huh. Their their meat is just like that's the downside is like they build a good like thin patty burger, but their meat is clearly like a frozen patty that uh-huh. seems more sausagey than it does ground burger. beef. Yeah, yeah, it just seems more like smashed together and blended up and it has more like resistance like it's chewier you know what i mean like the more you like keep working meat it more it becomes just like a weird formed piece of paste do you like umami or do you think it's gimmicky i think umami is tasty they have the best veggie burger i've ever had oh really yeah i like it um they're super messy yeah like yeah, I, it's all they're all good their other like, stuff's not very good i find like really? the other things in the menu like if you want like they have like a beet salad it's just like weird yeah. oh yeah not well even... thought out really? yeah i always enjoy the burgers there they're like they so don't stick together though like their meat yeah. is like on the other opposite end where it's like not worked at all right. so like you pick it up and like the patty falls into like five pieces <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's just like no this is like the best fatty piece of meat you ever had but uh-huh. it doesn't bind together i'm going to eat meat today <laughs> <laughs> you know what, before i came here i went because i'm like thinking like oh tomorrow's memorial day maybe i should like cook something yeah and uh i have a smoker i have like a weber of course you do smoker. of course you that's do. cool and uh, uh you probably you have more than one smoker you can tell no i don't i have i have it took me a long time to choose this one because if you go to any store <laughs> if you go to any store in la they don't they only sell like those like electric smokers uh-huh. and they sell weber barbecues but like i literally called everywhere in southern california no one had i had to order it on amazon yeah. Wow, why why does no one carry it? Because like people who are buying smokers in Southern California, I guess, don't really give a shit. They don't know what they're doing. I oh. it, it's it's a thing. I don't think people have a, a decent sense of what they're. Yeah, what, they don't know anything about it. Yeah, and it's like, but barbecue out here is not terribly good, according to people. Yeah, who yeah. Love barbecue. So the, most people that are buying this smoker that I'm buying are like dudes who enter. Like the KC, ma- the KC masterpiece. Like it's not. It is kind of expensive, but it's not like those big giant. Well, that's when, ones. when when on Triple D, which I obviously watch a lot of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you when do. He'll he'll freak out when someone like got fourth in this KC yeah, masterpiece. Yeah. Like he's like, whoa, 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 stop! You got fourth, <laughs> and they're like, yeah. He's like, listen, you guys at home don't understand. Uh, that's a genius. He's like, that's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. He's like, hold on a second. Like he, it's like the b- craziest. Yeah, I want to do. Uh, I have an idea for a, a TV show where, basically, we enter tons of cooking competitions, like 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 local. They could be as big or as small as you want. It could literally be like a local chili cook-off that has the same people that win every year or yeah. whatever. But like, basically, contact each a place each place as like a production company saying, "Hey, we want to do like a little documentary profile on your cook-off," mm-hmm. and then. They are unaware that the shoot knows that I'm involved, but everyone else is unaware that I know the people that are doing the shoot. And I, I submit uh, to each cooking competition on my own. Yeah. And most of the focus is on me, but it's like <laughs> each episode is like like a little documentary about this cook-off, but also I'm in every single one. Right. And I like 
I, we, you come up with a million different things you can do, but you get really competitive or you're like you're really shitty. Yeah. You basically disrupt this cook off, and ev- every episode it's like, let's meet the contestants. And then at some point, I'm always there. <laughs> and like, like, you know, I could be a completely different character each time. Yeah. Or I could be the same person. Yeah. Or like one, one like, a, like the police show up and they're like, have you seen this guy? And they're like, and <laughs> then I'm not like, at my station anymore. <laughs> I'm like running. Just like totally disrupt all these cook offs. I'd like Sometimes it. Sometimes maybe even cook and try to win who knows yeah i'd like it if i'd like it if you went just did every episode of triple d went the exact same places like right after him <laughs> well i have an idea called galfieri where it's like it's, it looks exactly the same but it's a butch lesbian <laughs> just go to the exact same places yeah. and have the same things like he was right yeah this is really good yeah. like it after it's like you know those after shows where they talk about like walking dead but you go you're like he was you know what i got the same thing yeah i had the exact same experience the acidity was kicking it was and kicking. i would just want to say that he's right or everything yeah. was good but you just add one more thing yeah i just have a smaller wristwatch and shorter hair yeah. yeah, less pinky rings. I got a diet coke. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not an animal. Um, <laughs> he yeah, did. whenever I watch that show, he's like all greased up, and like I feel like his rings are gonna slide off in the food. I watched yeah. an episode the other day. Guy Fieri got himself a brand new gold Rolex. <laughs> oh, really? That costs fifty thousand dollars. Good oh. lord. Well, the thing about him, he is... had a short sleeve leather jacket. I told you about that, right? No, you did. Short what the fuck? It was. It, I guess it could be considered a shirt. It's le- short. Yeah, it's a leather shirt. It was a leather Button shirt. Up. That's Button up. Almost worse. Button up. They're leather both bad. Shirt. Yeah. That one's worse though. Fucking love that guy. The nastiest gold Rolex, just huge. He was so literally terrible. a contestant on a show. Yeah, he won. Yeah, and then they, yeah. they've done it since, but no one has given a shit. But they had like Food Network star. Uh-huh. He was the winner of the first. He's the Kelly Clarkson of the Food Network. Yeah, and it, people have just kind of forgotten that. But I remember watching that first season, just being like, "Look at this group of idiots! <laughs> right, right. None of these people are going to be famous." And now yeah. I'm still like, "Fuck this guy!" <laughs> yeah, no, don't. He just looks like the kind of guy like I would that, fuck that guy. Oh, he's he the looks worst. like the kind I'd of make love to him. <laughs> He's like the kind of guy you'd like be waking up at the Rainbow Room at two thirty in the morning. Yeah. Like, Dude, we gotta go. You know what's interesting is you know shirt. He he's so San Diego. He's he just so does yeah. Shades on the back of his head. Oh yeah. Oh like not that is he's not even so looks that. like That's Sugar Ray because he loves Sugar Ray. Dude, there's Still pictures of him day. on his Instagram with the with like with Sugar Ray. Of course, yeah, like is. he yeah, knows, yeah. and the with yeah. the, the other dude, I forget what band the guy that was on his band was on Surreal Life. I don't remember. But yeah, he's. I love him. I don't know why. He's my like. I. I it's. It's like a get out of jail free card culturally. I'm yeah. just like no him. I and I don't love it ironically. I love it. It's your guilty pleasure celebrity. I don't even feel guilty. He was just in. They did an episode uh, in a ski town, and it was just like the food looked so good. Uh-huh. And he was just like you know he. It's like some. I just like the smallness of it. I've told you. I like. I like that he glorifies these small businesses yeah. that are yeah, trying really cool. hard. I mean, that you have to cool. be doing a pretty damn good job to get on that show for the most part, or have been there a really long time. Right. You can tell he goes to a lot of places that the food isn't good. It's not interesting. Yeah. It's just been there a lot. And Mother's the food at Mother's isn't great. No, but I mean, it's been there good. forever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the oyster sandwich I got at the place we went the first time was better than the one at Mother's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, this is, it stood the test of time. The people there are interesting. It's a, it's a hometown thing. Yeah. And I like that he glorifies that shit. And it's, it's easy best. if someone else has already been like, this is a famous place. It's easy for all those other shows to be like, yeah, yeah, we'll go there too. They have pictures with the president or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, like, once a few people decide on the thing, it's just like all media. You know, there's a wacky cook that's got a catchphrase. 
You know, a waitress that's been there 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. You well, know. did you ever watch uh, Bizarre Foods America? Uh-uh. You might no, like but that. I want to. What is it? It's this. I mean, the 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 host is like not super appealing, but neither is the host you like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it started with the the whole point of the show was for him to eat like gross things around the world, like eyeballs and stuff. Yeah. But it's mostly turned into a place where they go to really interesting food spots, like no frills food spots. And then he finds something gross about it okay. to highlight because now they're like, well, we have like eight seasons of this goddamn show. Yeah. But it started, now it's, they have America. So a lot of times if I go to a place, I'll see if they have an episode for that town because he usually hits up like, if it's in the South, it's always like super cool down home, like, you know, places that are still like, cooking like pork trotters and yeah. like no blacks allowed and like <laughs> it's yeah like really no, it's, usually, it's all blacks allowed <laughs> right, right. uh only blacks allowed but uh and then a lot of times he'll also like oh, i'm meeting up with this guy who's a famous chef owns like five restaurants in this town and he's taking me out to this other place and then they like meet these people and they like cook squirrels and stuff yes yeah. it's a good show the guy is like he has a wedding ring, but he's kind of like this questionably gay guy, like yeah. fat shit, like bald. And he's like, he, he runs it kind of like, uh, it feels kind of like Rick Steves where he like, you know, well, those, who, like who's that? Rick Steves. Like he was like a tour tourism video guy for like Europe. I don't know. Like look up Rick Steves. They're like cheesy okay. tourism videos. Right. Where he's like, you know, like basically, like camera s- starts and then he starts walking. To- you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like they're they're like shitty. Yeah. Portugal is a yeah. very oh, totally. It has this really cheesy vibe, and he is a total cheese ball. But like the food that, like when I went to Louisville, Kentucky, I watched like a Louisville thing, and like so I imagine the food there sounds like it would be awesome. Barbecue wise, yeah. yeah, yeah, they do a lot of triple legit triple D's from Louisville. <laughs> when I went to Louisville. Barbecue I was shit. there. It was pouring rain, and I could. I only got out of the hotel a little bit. Yeah, and I went to like a kind of an upscale restaurant, and they had like ninety types of bourbon. Whoa! And um, I can't remember what I got. Some like pork chop thing that was mm. great or whatever. But they're also like Louisville is so like farm to table. Like they're just in the fucking. You know what I mean? You drive yeah. ten minutes and you're in the in the wilderness. So yeah, it was good. But like yeah, if I'm if I were in a town that I've never been. I usually find a, a bizarre foods thing. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah that's the way to do that. Because then you get like the weird cuts of meat that where it's like well, the reason that they serve pig ear sandwiches here is because they got pig ears for free. Yeah, <laughs> no one wanted them, and now they're still here. Like, so it's like yeah. all these like ancient places that still you had exist. to go to that Sazerac place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Sazerac? I, it's a it's some booze. Sazerac is a cocktail. It's like maybe the first cocktail oh okay yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's an old fashioned that's strained into right. a chilled glass that's been lined with absinthe uh-huh. so like they dump absinthe in the glass they shake it around then dump it out and uh-huh. they dump a cocktail in it but it's like a very New Orleans mm. cocktail and it used to be with cognac and then technically this, this Sazerac bar is on the same piece of land it's in a nice newer hotel but mm. It was like the first use of the word cocktail, they say, was either like for an old-fashioned or a um, Sazerac or whatever. Yeah. Because the definition of a cocktail is liquor, uh, sugar, and bitters. So like oh, that's, that's the all, actual... Okay. Like that's, yeah, because there, there were things... Now they call everything a cocktail, but there's like a sling and there's a this and a this. Uh-huh. But a cocktail is literally just 
sugar, bitters, and... and so martini's not a cocktail? Uh, no, I don't know. They're, but they've all become cocktails, cocktails now. Yeah. It's like those Uber facts where you're like, a tomato's not a fruit, it's a mammal. And you're like, yeah. Ugh, God, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like everyone has these like, oh, the first, you know, there's always like two competing stories about how yeah. things came about. But yeah, the Sazerac Especially bar. when a city's like only known for that one or one or two things. Yeah, yeah. Then they there's like, always a fight. They're clawing over t- yeah. Yeah, the title. Yeah. I got a ginger ale and he was bummed. Oh, they were fine. They gave it to you for free. Get, yeah, they were like, you suck. No, no, no. Well, the place wasn't like, it didn't have a great vibe. It was just like a fancy room. It was fancy, a, yeah. A really nice hotel. Uh-huh. And they also uh, the, they have their own line of rye. Because Sazeracs are made with rye now. Mm-hmm. So they actually have a Sazerac brand rye. So I was just kind of like, oh, let's go there and have the only Sazerac. I, I had another one while I was there, but... I was like, I may as well go to this famous location that the yeah. original was invented. In there. I'm going to send this episode of the Food Network. Ah, yeah. You know, that would be like an ultimate like goal of mine to do some sort of food travel thing. But It uh, would be cool. Oh, man, it would be the best. But um, it would be, like, be like a tell show, but then you talk like, <laughs> instead yeah. of just finding late night weirdos, you'd be like, here's where I'm eating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I've, that's like in the next five years, it's like, all right, come up with as many food focused travel shows yeah. around me and if people you know I want to I mean? do one about like vintage clothes yeah and that kind of shit yeah yeah record stores that kind of stuff yeah yeah I had a show idea that kind of is like broken up into you know it's food focused but then there's mm-hmm. also like oh we're in this town it's like three things an episode you go do this yeah. you go do this you go do this and then you move to different it's town. funny the more you go on the road the more you're like I do I'm doing this anyway yeah. and it's interesting and it's like why not in New Orleans, document it? it was like there was one night that was fucking insane. Like, like I kept thinking, like, I am in a weird show right now. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I went to this, like, festival that was, like, out on this bayou, and it was, like, cool. And it was just, like, this is great. It was just, like, all the locals fucking hanging out. Tons of people in, like, boats and canoes, but next to all these music stages. And I was, like, this is so, like, cool. Like, this is something you would see on a TV show. This is wholesome and fun. Right. And then I ended up at this... Uh, do-it-yourself strip club. What the I fuck? saw a picture of that. Yeah. yeah. And what then, does that even mean? I don't know, but <laughs> I, got, I got back to my hotel, and my, my phone was dead, and I had like a drink with one of the prop guys, Yeah, because he was, he was the one who told me about that festival. And so by the time I got back to the hotel, it was like midnight, charged my phone, and then I had a text that was like, dude, come to this address. And I was like, what's, what? what's going on? And then he sent me a picture of two naked guys, and I was like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not going. I'm like there. you're joking. And he's like, no, man, get here. And then like Scotty, who was the showrunner yeah. on that show, also was like, hey, we're out at this place. Yeah. And I was like, fucking, everyone's at- okay. And I took a cab <gasps> to this location in the Ninth Ward. Yeah. And it was like a fucking looked like a scary house from a scary movie. This big giant red haunted looking fucking house. Like yeah. And then you go in the back, you pay $5, and they give you your change in ones. And then they also give you fake dollars okay. that you're supposed to throw on stage. And it's like a mix. Uh, it's the, the, the walls are all spray painted. Like, it looks like, I was like, this is like a movie I wasn't allowed to watch. You know, when I was yeah. a kid, I was like, this is too scary. <laughs> Everyone's all fucking like, I don't know how to describe. There's a lot of locals in New Orleans that are like dreadlocked, kind yeah. of gutter looking. It's like hip, it's like a cool. mix of steampunk yeah. 
and kind of dreadlocky. It's different. It's slightly different. Yeah, it's kind of. It's more punky like, than it is like old timey, but it's like a, a good mix. It, yeah. I said it made me like I. It made you rethink how you felt about cute girls with dreadlocks. <laughs> you're like, you know, I'm kind. You're right kind now. Of, I have a zero tolerance policy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> most time you're like, no, but you were like. Okay, you all right? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, you're here? just a product of your environment. I, yeah, you're like yeah, you yeah. seem. I'm down for you. Yeah, yeah. but it, it, was, it was like dudes. It was hosted by like cross dresser dudes, but it was like dudes dancing and girls dancing, uh-huh. and everyone was in like elaborate, crazy costumes, and everyone was like going bananas. Wow, this it place was, sounds great. Why like, did you go? I think I was gone. You by may then. have been gone already. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it was, I was just like, where the fuck am I? And, yeah. then, and then when I met, I saw those guys, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Someone in the art department knew about it. It happens a couple times a year. And uh, oh no, Allison invited me. She was like, what are you doing tonight? And you know, oh. you want to know what I did? I watched Triple D. <laughs> <laughs> so you were there, and you stayed. In I think I was wow. there. I'm not positive, but I almost think I, I was there. I was like done for the night, and I was like, <sighs> it was like one in the morning when I got there, and I was like. This is fucking too unreal. Yeah. And she didn't send me a picture. If she would have, I probably would have. Because when did, what's his name, uh, wrestle a gator? Who? The director. The director. Oh, that was after after I left. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. Probably for a bit for the show. Okay. But um, I I saw that picture and I was like, I would have wrestled a gator. Yeah. Because I was like, I could do it. And I was like, (laughs) when? In my head, I I was so weird because I was like, I want to wrestle that gator too. Yeah. Then I thought, like, that's mean to the gator, but I was like, no, I'm going to fucking wrestle a gator. They're evil, right? (laughs) They're not evil, but they're wrestle. wrestle. I was like, I just grab hold of the jaw and roll around for a little while and then push it away and run out of the pen. Yeah. Hopefully it goes the way you just planned. Yeah, hopefully. TV shows, everyone could wrestle a gator. I was just like, I could wrestle. I was like, I would have wrestled that fucking gator. Yeah, I would have been scared. I would have I would have been oh, scared yeah. for sure. They're probably letting go skin. and then just like I would have been like ah it's biting me because its skin is oh, too would, sharp. I don't yeah, want to touch I actually skin. I did wonder if you got gloves. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, good pair of gloves I would have wrestled that gator. Yeah. But the, the picture of this of these naked guys they sent me I didn't realize when I looked at it. But once I got there, I found out it was two guys that I knew. It was oh. like it was like comics who were in town. They weren't on the show. Right, but they were there to hang out with one of the comics that was on the show that we were doing. Yeah, so I, I was like, "Wait, that was you?" And he's like, "Yeah, I got naked." And I was like, "Yeah, I have a picture of your dick on my phone." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Let me buy you a drink. I just made twenty bucks." And then uh, we <laughs> went the to this like, "What's this guy?" This weird bar where he was like, "He's like, what do you want?" And I was like, "I don't know, like whiskey on the rocks." And he's like, "Okay." He goes, two whiskeys on the rocks and two shots of whiskey." Okay. And so they gave us four drinks, and he gave him a twenty dollar bill, and he gave us like a lot of change. <laughs> I was like, "Where are we?" Yeah, the greatest place. We in like the took universe. shots and chased it with like colder whiskey. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and he's like, "I showed my dick!" Like he just kept shouting. And then like there was like a big fat naked lady, and then there was like a a uh, a guy that was like walking a girl on a leash, and I, I, she like he like ate something out of her butt. What the and fuck? then what is this place called? Did you ever get the name? It was called uh, Big Dick's House of Boobs. <laughs> because I kept I kept one of the fake dollar bills. Wait, you're serious? That's what it was called. Yeah. Oh I my god. I kept one of the fake dollar bills so I could remember it. And um, I so wish it had like a city council distinction certificate, also. <laughs> yeah. Like named best business yeah, 2008. The cha- the Chamber of Commerce. Big right. Dick's House of Boobs. Of the Chamber of Commerce. Like cabaret permit. Yeah, distinguished, <laughs> oh, distinguished it, you know, member. It must just be a completely illegal thing that's happening. That's they, one of they have a Facebook so. page. I, I looked wow. it up when I got home. 
but there was that's a, one of those places I would leave and then go, that was amazing, and then you'd look back and nothing's there. Yeah, like it's one of those. <laughs> well, that's why I because we, we were already pretty drunk and we we're just yeah. like, are we? Is this yeah, real? Is this happening? Yeah, I, yeah. I just kept. I couldn't just like be in the moment. I kept being like, this is too weird for me to yeah. be here. And everyone was super friendly. You know, like at a regular strip club, everyone's like. Yeah. Just like chill and yeah, hang it's out. Like, creepy like this was like everybody was supported. Uh-huh. They encouraged anybody who wanted to get up there. It was like a lot of gay dudes who were just into what, like, yeah, naked girls, who cares? And like right. the last girl, like, put something in her butt and like farted it out. Right. It was just like the weirdest. Fu- a guy completely wrapped in actual barbed wire, like, did like a crazy pull routine. He was like bleeding. Fuck. And then the last day of shooting, he was one of the background actors. Right. And I was like, oh, that's the, that's the fucking guy yeah. that was naked bleeding. Bleeding all over the place. <laughs> you know, we're misusing him by just having yeah. him in the background. No, he's like a fucking acrobat. Wow, yeah. That place sounds unreal. It was crazy. And then people started leaving. Uh, and I was like, I just got here because they had already been there for like 40 minutes. And so like two people stayed with me. One of the guys was too drunk. And he's like, take me home. We're like, yeah, 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 buddy, you got it. Just a second. Like, I was kind of like, you're not a good enough friend yet. Like, yeah. like, like I just got here. Yeah, I still <laughs> want to enjoy this. Like, we don't have a history yet. Right. Um, yeah, and then it kind of, they're like, this is the last dance or anyone, it's a dance party now, and anyone who else wants to get up there can do whatever the hell they want. Uh-huh. So those dudes who went up, it was two dudes, and they got to pick whatever song they wanted, and they just got, they just got naked, and people were like, yeah, go for it. Good job. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it was. I wild. like that's the best version of that. Like, go for it, man. Yeah. Do it. They they did like this is how we do it. Yeah, uh, Montel Jordan yeah. showed the dicks. If you're gonna have your dick out, you want to hear Montel Jordan in the background singing. Yeah, yeah, and that's the most supportive environment in the world for that. It yeah. was. It really was, and it was like there was like all these levels of like balconies that people were on because it was in this weird house, and there was like different upstairs areas. Like you'd peek in, and you're just like everyone's dangling there. It was the craziest it was like Fuck. it was like in ninja turtles when they're like <laughs> with all like the bad guys where all the bad guys hang out and skateboard like thunderdome oh, i remember where it's just kind of yeah. like this is scary and there's people rapping over there <laughs> right. and like everyone is a part of this this like subculture that i know nothing about uh-huh. it was totally like that i was just like this is this where you guys always are i don't know <laughs> yeah it was bizarre it's funny to think even in a place like that there are regulars that are now bored of it yeah, that's what I was just saying. Like, was like, like oh, I don't want to go again. It's yeah. like there's a barbed wire guy bleeding. Dude, I don't want to yeah. go to Big Dick's house of booze. That's boobs. John. <laughs> yeah. He's here every You're week. Like, Are you aware of how dope this is? Yeah, I'm gonna create something even crazier across yeah, the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be wild. There's always a guy on fire at your yeah. place. <laughs> Dude, a guy dies every single week. <laughs> Naked oh, well. guys jumping through windows. <laughs> um, well, we're right. at 90 minutes. Oh, cool. Uh, which is great. That Randy, went by. this was the whitest episode ever. Thank you. <laughs> which is an accomplishment. Whitest? Because I talked about coffee or. This, this was just some real whitery. A lot of Latinos like coffee, you know. No, they don't. And they also like Morrissey. Forced to like it because they're forced <laughs> to harvest it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah they, they love it. That's no, true. Trust me. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> uh, is that true? A lot of Latinos like coffee? Um, I guess. <laughs> In L.A., yeah, you know, there's a couple because well, all the cool coffee bars are open in like. How much of what you told us today was a lie? All of it, one hundred percent. I'm an open micer. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never, I didn't actually see your whole set, so I don't know that you were on yeah, the show. Yeah, no, I was just the there. house of boobs, whatever thing that could yeah. have been totally yeah, yeah. fabricated. No, I just show up at places like 
like even if I don't get Montreal this year, I'm going. Like yeah. oh yeah, like I'll just to. like I'll make a lanyard or whatever, and I'll sit in there. And I'll, by the I, way, that would totally work there. <laughs> There's just too many comics. You just assume like, what are you? You could literally just yeah. walk on Crash to a new festival. face lineup, and they'd yeah. be like, yeah, okay. I'm doing one of those off Broadway yeah. Montreal yeah. just for laughs set. You could yeah. make an alternative movement in Montreal in about a day. <laughs> but no, we're doing like an outside yeah. the festival well, thing. I'm doing like, newer cool. faces. Yeah. I'm doing, oh. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's a thing. Sweet. Yeah, there's like eight show. There's like eight showcases yeah. now, and some on like the newest yeah. one. And to everyone you talk to, you're like, "Oh, it happened earlier." Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're just going to the next thing now. We'll totally believe you. And you could easily do that there. Yeah. No one would question you. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, dude. Yeah. Thanks for coming, dude. Bye. That was good. <laughs> Will you have anything you want to promote? Plug places uh, you're going to be. See me on Tuesday. Uh, no, not really. Follow me on Twitter. Okay. At Randy Lidke, L-I-E-D-T-K-E. And okay. the at thing is like a, it's like a symbol. It looks like a cinnamon roll. The, okay, yeah, I've, I've seen that. I cinnamon think roll, Randy Lidke. Cinnamon roll, Randy Lidke. It's like a deformed yeah. butthole. And then your podcast. Oh, I have a podcast called The Bone Zone. Of course, with Brendan Walsh on all things comedy. Ba-bam. Where we are. Where the bed, best podcasts oh, are. Yeah. can say that. I'm best. hardcore all things comedy. Yeah, man. I'm like so hardcore about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Getting all things comedy tattoos on our faces. Yeah. Dude. It really is a great network. I have way worse tattoos. I know. I would <laughs> no, get that. I did, yeah. <laughs> like, well, maybe. <laughs> okay. Thanks again, dude. Yep. See you later. All right. See you next time.